0: and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice Show, a podcast for counsellors and therapists. With me, Jane Travis, I'm an ex-counsellor that now helps other therapists to grow their practice and to attract more clients more easily. So, let's get started. Hi and welcome back and if it's your first time here, it's great to have you here and welcome to our Christmas edition. Yeah, it's Christmas time so I hope you're feeling very sparkly and twinkly and jingly and I hope that you have a really really good Christmas. Now then I've changed what I was going to talk about in today's podcast because I was going to share some you know counsellor self-care ideas you know things like mindfulness and taking time out and asking for help and all of those good things but I got to thinking that as a counsellor you know let's face it you probably already know about all of those things Because they're probably things that you come across, you know, regularly in your own practice. These are the sorts of things that you're helping other people about. So this podcast is predominantly to do with marketing. That's what it's called, the Grow Your Private Practice Show. So it's all about marketing. So today I'm going to come at it from a different angle. I'm going to come at it from the point of view of what would you say to a client. And I think, I hope, it's going to give you something to reflect on. Now, just before I get on to that, I just want to talk to you briefly about January because I'm quite excited about something I've got coming up and I think it's something that you'll be interested in. I think what often happens for people is they want to grow their practice and they just lack a little bit of confidence. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to focus on anything and they get like really overwhelmed. It's just too difficult. So what I'm doing is I'm going to run my private practice success roadmap, which I run in the membership. But it's at the moment, it's currently recorded and it'll still be there if you prefer recordings. But I'm going to be doing this live over the first six months of 2024. So why am I going to do this? Well, really, it's for lots of reasons. I think that it's going to be make everything totally up to date. It gives you the chance to ask me questions as we're going along everybody's going to be focusing on things. And I think that's going to mean that people get that accountability. They get that connection with other members. I think that will feel fantastic. And the Private Practice Success Roadmap actually covers six basic training ideas. So first there's reflection. So that's all about you. What do you want out of your practice? You know, what what's important to you? We look at relationship and that's all about your clients. You know, what do your clients want? How can you make it so that your clients are going to be drawn to you? Then we're going to look at roots. And this is all about how to make a really firm foundation. And that really basically is your website. So we're going to look at what you need to say on your website, uh, what pages you need, what to say on those pages. And it's going to be helping you make your website into a really effective marketing tool. There's also relatability and that's all about producing content. You know, if you've listened to this before, you will know that I'm always talking about how beneficial blogging or, you know, it doesn't have to be blogging if you don't like writing, if you're dyslexic, if writing is not something that you enjoy, you can produce content in many ways. So you can do blogs, obviously writing. You could maybe do a podcast like this, Or you could maybe have a YouTube channel. I know more and more people are starting with YouTube channels. So this section is all about producing content. What do you need to produce that's going to be really effective as an effective marketing tool? You know, it's not just about producing nicey-nicey things. It's about how can I make producing this content help people to choose me and obviously help to grow your practice. We also have a recycle section and a re- this recycle section is about making the most of the blogs that you're doing, of the content you're producing. So that could be using social media, be, could be different ways as well. And then the sixth one of these basic trainings is all about being realistic, having realistic expectations. And this is basically looking at the oh so important mindset. I think mindset is probably the most important thing because ultimately let's face it, learning how to do social media, it's not really hard, you know, sorry, but it really isn't all that hard. You, you decide you're going to learn about it. You take a course, you learn about it, you practice at it, done. It's not absolutely, it's, everybody can do it. You can definitely do it. But the thing that's going to make it more difficult is if you've got a little voice in the back of your head going, why would anybody want to listen to you? You know, you can't write, you know, but who do you think you are? You're not an expert that's the sort of thing that's going to cause you to self-sabotage. And that is the sort of thing that's going to really, really hold you back. And that's the sort of thing that I help you with. Okay. So all of this is going to help you to get clear and to get confident when it comes to marketing. And remember, we're looking at marketing in the way that's right for you. And this is really important as well. There's no one size fits all answer when it comes to marketing. You know, every different counsellor is going to market in a slightly different way because every different counsellor is going to want to attract slightly different types of clients and every different client is slightly different. So, you know, it's all about you, what you want, and what is the what does this client want? That's why those are the first two things that we look at. All about you, all about them. It makes sense. Now, I'm going to share more about this later, but what I can say is if you want 2024 to be the year and you don't really know how to make this happen, look, this is for you. Okay. So just one, just one more thing, ma'am. You know, that's supposed to be my best Columbo voice. I love Columbo. So, yeah. That was me being Columbo. I just want to let you know that I'm going to be increasing the price of the membership in January to reflect the level of help and training that you're going to get. So it will go up after the first or the second week of January. You will know. I'll let you know about it. But if you join in now or in January, you will get locked in at the current lower price. And if you choose to be an annual member, you actually get two months for free. So it ends up being, you know, a lot more lot more attractive. The current price is £45 a month and that is £450 a year and that's a saving of £90. And that's not to be sniffed at, is it? You know, that's a pretty good saving. So, you know, it means that you're going to get help from me, from other members, all of the training that I have, all of the guest guest training that I have. So it's going to be something that's going to really help you. So if you're ready to stop hustling, and you want to really get focused and work out how to grow your private practice, then, you know, keep an eye, keep an eye out for the details about this. But if you want to, you can have a look now at growyourprivatepractice.co.uk. There'll be a link around this recording somewhere. Okay, so that's enough of that. So, like I say, I was going to do a podcast and it was all going to be about self-care. So it was going to be f- something like five ways to nurture yourself over Christmas. But as I was putting it together, because I have done it, you know, I have got five ways here, so I, I'd actually sort of put it together. But as I was putting it together, I, st- I started to think that I might sound a little patronising. And that's obviously, I don't want to be patronising, you know, you're clever people, you don't need be talking down to you. Because what I was going to talk about was probably exactly the same sorts of things that you talk to a client about in the same situation. But just because you help people with these things, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't struggle with them yourself, especially over Christmas. You know, we're looking at Christmas at the moment. So just because you're a counsellor, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're absolutely fine and you've got no problems at all and your relationships are all fantastic and you know you're able to talk openly with everybody you know that's just that's not how it is we haven't been given the secret code to life you know we haven't got it all all figured out if only nope we're just normal human beings aren't we so instead I wanted to remind you about how you already have the answer to things within you it's just about accessing. Exactly the same as what you do with a counselling client. They already know the answers. You're helping them to get there. So I was going to talk about five different ways to nurture yourself over Christmas. And I was going to talk about mindfulness, you know, using mindfulness over the Christmas period to make little pockets of space for yourself. You know, using senses like becoming aware of what you can see around you or the lovely twinkly lights, the you know, the, the smells, you know, the scents and aromas of Christmas, the smell of Christmassy candles, the smell of sherry. Sherry, where did that come from? <laughs> smell of sh- I used to, I, I don't drink anymore, but I used to love sherry. Yeah, what's I say? The senses, is, yeah, fully appreciating all the fantastic festival food available and savouring all of that beautiful flavours and tastes. And also being aware of what you can hear around, you you know, the sound of the Christmas carols, what does that bring up for you? And what can you feel around you? I mean, very often when it's cold in the winter, you start wearing gloves, you start wearing scarves and hats and woolly jumpers that can feel really soft and lovely, can't they? Now, I know that you'll probably have some sort of experience of mindfulness, but if you're at all like me, just because you know something about it, that doesn't mean that you actually necessarily do it. So this is just a little reminder if you need it, that you can make a commitment to yourself to practice being more mindful over Christmas. The second thing I was going to talk about was finding time for yourself. So often, and especially for women, sorry guys, I know, but especially for women, we do tend to get the lion's share of jobs over Christmas. So I was going to remind you to take some time out for you. The third thing was going to be recognising your needs. So I was going to, you know, talk to you about recognising what is it that you need? What is it going to help you at this time? You know, could it be that you need time alone? Could it be that you need more time being social and being with people? Could it be that you want to take this time to be more active and get out there and take lots of walks in the forests? Or do you actually want to be less active and just, you know, relax in front of the telly, pampering yourself and doing yourself a nice mani-pedi? The number four, I was going to talk about asking for help. So I was going to remind you that it's absolutely okay to ask for help at this time of year. Not only is it okay, it's actually for very, very often if you are the person that's in charge of, say, the Christmas dinner or the household, it's absolutely necessary. You know, don't expect yourself to do everything. You don't need to. Get some help. So yeah, ask for help is one thing, but and the flip side of that is, yes, you can ask for help, but the other side is, do you accept help? And number five is accept help. So it's one thing to ask for help, but there's another thing where it's, are you able to accept help that's offered to you? So I wanted to remind you to accept the help that's offered to you. You know, do people offer to, I don't know, do something around the kitchen or do the washing up or like I take the kids out or you know, do people offer help and you say no? Have a little think about that. You know, why is that? What would happen if you didn't say no? It's just worth thinking about. But like I said, those are things I'm not going to talk about because I think that these are things you already know. So I know I did just talk about them, but I wanted to just sneakily get in there and remind you of those things. So instead, I want to invite you to become aware of how you're feeling over the break. And notice what's happening for you and then take your own advice. So, for example, if you're really busy and other people around you don't seem to be, it's easy to become resentful, isn't it? So I invite you to take some time out to think about what's happening here and what could be a good next step for you to take. So you can do this by journaling, you could do some meditation, you could have a chat with a close friend. But yeah, just have a think about that and see, you know, see if you can work out what's going on for you. Maybe you get frazzled because you're around a lot of people when actually you're an introvert. So again, take some time out to think about why you're pushing yourself to be around a lot of people. Is it usual for you to keep going? Or is that something that's just happening right now? And have a think, what would be the perfect Christmas be for you? What would that look like? And can you make that happen next year? So maybe you don't want to cook. Or maybe you do want to cook, or maybe you want to go away, or maybe you don't want to go away, or maybe you'd sooner have Christmas on your own, or maybe you'd like to have a big Christmas. So think about, you know, how you'd really like your Christmas to look. Think about it now, or think about it just after Christmas. Think about it as you're going through Christmas, and then you've got a whole year to start putting, putting things in place to make that happen next year. Even if it's talking about Christmas after Christmas with people and saying, I really enjoyed Christmas, but do you know what, I think I'm going to next year do whatever you choose to do. So that's just putting those seeds in there now, which means that it's going to be more easy for, you know, friends and family to take. So another example is that maybe family members offer to help with something and you say no. You know, so pause, reflect it, reflect on this for a moment and consider you know, why is this? You know, is this people pleasing? Is this perfectionism? Is it because you want to be in control? So this is definitely something that you can take a look at. It could be lots of things. You know, it could be self-sabotage. It could be that you're getting caught up in the drama triangle, but aren't really aware of it. But it's only by pausing and reflecting on it that it gives you a chance to make a change. And it's probably going to be a small change. It might even be an internal change, but it's going to be a change that's going to make a difference to you. So imagine you have a client sitting in front of you and they're replaying, you know, this type of story to you. I wonder how you would respond to that. You know, what would you say to them? What questions would you ask? You know, come from a, from a place of curiosity and think to yourself, now, I wonder why I did that. Keep an open mind and don't judge yourself. The truth is, we're all still learning about ourselves. We're learning about ourselves. We're learning about others. We're learning about relationships. And, you know, if you live to be 100, and, you know, I really do hope that you do, you're still going to be learning about people when you're 99 years old. This is something that you never get to the end of, really. So could what's happening for you over Christmas be an opportunity for you to be critical to yourself? You know, is this a chance for you to tell yourself that you're not doing it right or you're not doing it well enough or whatever? If so, allow yourself to be aware of that inner voice. You know, whose voice is that? Remember, this isn't about being critical about what we're doing or not doing. This is about us being curious and open-minded and the chance for us to learn something new about ourselves so that we can make a positive change that helps us in the future. Now, you might very well be thinking, well, Jane, that's great. But I came here for marketing tips. What's this got to do with marketing? Well, you know, this has got everything to do with marketing because how you do life is how you do business. So if you're so busy prioritising other people's needs and not yours and your business's needs, then your business is going to struggle. And if you don't ask for help, then you're going to make growing your business a lot harder than it has to be. And if you become overworked that can leave you heading towards burnout and that is not a good place to be. And if you're a people pleaser in business that has a negative impact on you. Have a listen to episode 36 called how being a people pleaser can affect your private practice and what to do about it. So if you recognize yourself as a people pleaser go and have a look at that. Also the, the drama triangle you know think about where you are in the drama triangle within your business, because it can have a real negative impact. And that critical inner voice, you know, that can really stop you in your tracks. So yeah, this is why personal development is so important when running a business, because of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is the thing that can snatch away your dreams of a successful practice. And the sad thing is, you'll tell yourself that you couldn't run a successful practice because you're not good enough. But look, that really, it's just simply not true. You are totally good enough to do this. You can totally do this. Honestly, I swear to God, I totally, I totally believe in you. I have seen so many people that started out feeling that they just couldn't do this. And they could, and they did. So look, please believe in yourself. I believe in you probably more than you do because I know that you can do it, but it's all about going in with an open mind, setting boundaries, being experimental. So this Christmas, be gentle with yourself. Talk to yourself like you would a client and enjoy the break that you have as much as is humanly possible and learn what you can from the experience and think about how that experience can Transfer to how you are in business. And that's going to help you to grow your practice. And in the new year, start the way you mean to go on. Join us in the Grow Your Private Practice membership and let's make this happen. Let me help you to grow your private practice. So that's it. Look, thank you so much for listening to the Grow Your Private Practice show. If you are looking for additional resources or some help to grow your practice, check out my website. I've got a variety of free resources available that you can download and use today. So head over to Jane Travis. So it's Jane without a Y. So janetravis.co.uk slash start here and have a look at what's available for you. And, And as an added bonus, I'll add you to my email list, which means I'll send you helpful tips and strategies directly into your inbox. And look, if you don't want that, don't worry. I promise not to spam you. There's an unsubscribe link on there. You can just click on that and you'll never hear from me again. So what are you waiting for? Hop on over to janetravis.co.uk now and let's take your private practice to the next level. All that's left now is for me to say that from me, me and Kim, to you, have a really happy Christmas. However you want your Christmas to be, whether you want it to be fun and active or quiet and relaxing, I hope that whatever it's like, it's going to be just the way you want it so wishing you love and peace bye-bye thank you so much for joining me this week and if you're ready to take action to grow your practice check out growyourprivatepractice.co.uk bye for now